so good. It's real scary that Ooh, we're back. Ooh, we're back. Ooh, and we're it's, back, and it's, it's night time. Although it is, the sun is starting to stay up later. I know, but there was a full moon last night. Yeah. It was a good night for casting spells. Uh. Yeah. So, hi, Mike. Hello, Christy. We are Terror and Tacos, and we watch horror movies. We and do. we eat chorizo. Oh, my God. So. The dream is alive. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what we had today. First of all, in honor of the movie, we're going to yeah, talk about chori queso. A moose bouche. A moose bouche. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had talked. I mean, it's been a while since we've met. That's on me, you know, jobs. Jobs, man. You know, what are you going to do? Jobs, money, rent, bills. All that. Ruin life. Ruin life. Um, but last time when we were hanging out, you talked about, because I had brought up chorizo because yeah. I had just had an amazing chorizo taco. And you brought up this creation from the Texas-Mexico border. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I made the bold claim Man, on you, that day that, that we had invented it. And you had. You the, were right. I was right. I went to go do some research and, and I'm right that it was. So a lot of places it's called Queso flameado, which means like flamed cheese or something like that. Cool, cool. Uh, but back back home in Laredo, it's just chori queso, and which is just like two words put together: queso and chorizo. Yeah, and it's basically you can use any kind of like Mexican melty cheese that you want um, with chorizo, and you just melt it. You cook the chorizo. You put whatever other seasonings that you want in there. And then you have to make sure you do it in a wrought iron, um, not not wrought iron, cast iron skillet, mm -hmm. because you're going to put it in the oven. Right. So then after the chorizo is done, you just put your cheese in there, and then you stick it in the oven for however long it takes for the cheese to get like bubbly and melty, usually mm -hmm. like 400 deg degrees. And so I did that. And, and it was... I mean, it was fucking incredible. I mean, we both at one point were like, oh God, we got to yeah, stop. Yeah, I was stop. like, I got to put this away. Yeah, it was, it's so good. Thank you for letting me have it. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. That's really the first, I mean, I'd never had it before. It's incredible. It's chorizo and queso. And queso. I, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. I thank God to the person who was like, you know what we should you know put what together? We should do? <laughs> Cheese and chorizo. Yeah. And someone said yes. It was so good. So... Can, do we ever, we still don't really know if you can get it around town. If you know that you I can, know. let I mean, us it's know. It's really, really easy to make. Like here in town, it might be called queso flameado. Okay. Uh, which is just like melted. But you know, the queso flameado, you can put like other things in it. Like not necessarily, ooh, good one. Uh, not necessarily like chorizo, but you can put what they call rajas. And that's like veggies, like veggies chopped up or sure. whatever. I mean, that sounds this, good, but that, that doesn't sound as no. good as putting chorizo in it. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's delicious. Go find it or make it or, make or it. tell us if you've had it somewhere. Yeah. DM me. You can look up a, a you know, a recipe for chorizo. H-E-B has one. Um, yeah. It's online. incredible. It's incredible. So we are talking about a moose bouche. 2022 is the menu, mm -hmm. which has been, uh, we've been trying to get to for a while. Yeah. I know, uh, shout out to Cindy, as we often do. She, every time I've seen her in like the last 
month or so. She's been like, so when are you guys doing the menu? So Cindy, we're doing the we're menu. We're doing the menu. My, my daughter, Isa, also we be fan of the show. She, you know, saw it when it came out, like immediately. Mm-hmm. And immediately afterwards said, you have to, you have yeah. to see this movie. And I was like, okay. And I, I think I saw it maybe last month or so. Yeah. And then I watched it again because and it we took were forever for me to watch it. Uh, I watched it uh, last night and um, yeah, it's on for those who want to know right now, I, I watched it on, on the HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get it on there for, I mean, I would say for free, like you're not paying for you're HBO. You're paying for it. We pay for, for everything. everything in this country. Uh, um, but it's on there. It's 2022. It stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt, Ray Fiennes, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Um, Judith uh, Light. Judith Light, who is awesome. Uh, is it uh, Hung Chow? Hung Chow, Dude. who is my new favorite. This, this she's woman. She's my new favorite. <laughs> she's so good, Where they, They're like, what's this? And she's like, those are... Tortillas. Yeah, it's so good. Tortillas deliciosas. She's, She's so her, good. Her uh, ability to look at someone mockingly is, is, right. is very powerful. She does nothing. I mean, she's actually- <clears throat> In the best way. I don't know why this woman has not already become, like her character has not already become like some kind of sassy meme yeah. on the social media because- She's so good. <laughs> she's great. Give her all the jobs. Yeah, she's fantastic. Hopefully, this will lead to all the jobs. Yeah, well, you um, know, she is on uh, ev- everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which hopefully will lead to all of the jobs for all of those people. All at once. Um, and I don't know. I'm not going to watch the Oscars because I don't really give a shit. I don't but, care. But uh, I'm kind of hoping that movie wins because yeah. I liked it. Me uh, too. Uh, okay, okay, so. Menu. The menu. Man, we jump right in, which I love. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, let me ask you something. Sure. Um, is this a horror movie? Great question. Uh, I mean, I, I asked myself that the whole time, which is a question we often ask. Yeah. And it's like, well, what constitutes horror? Um, I, I, to me, this was like horror satire. Is that, is that a word? Okay, yeah. That, that was sort of what I came out either way, whatever you want to classify it as, I think it's totally worth seeing. Uh-huh. But at the end I was like, yeah, I think, I think I saw it called a horror comedy to me. It was more like horror satire. I think it's like, yeah, like <clears throat> a, the, like a really, really, really dark, dark comedy. Yeah. I also thought, and I had written this down, uh, maybe not in this notebook, but in the other one, uh, it felt like, okay, you, I know you will get this because mm-hmm. of course you will. I don't know if everyone will, and this is not a shot at everyone. They just didn't do as much theater as we did. <laughs> to me, it, had the same type of horror, um, like uh, like the old old fashioned like fucking morality plays. Yes, you know where like if you watched I don't know fucking Every Man or the York Crucifixion or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, is there a York Crucifixion? Yes, written, oh yeah, there is. There written is by the York Realist. That's right. Which I want to call myself that, but yeah. uh, the it is to me that it's like. You know, there is a very black and white sort of morality for a lot of this movie, right? right. And it doesn't pretend not to be that. Right. Oh, you did this thing. This is how you're going to- This gonna, is what's going to happen. This is how you're going to get it. Yeah. yeah. And so it felt somewhat like that in a much more obviously modern sense. But uh-huh. that, so I would say, yeah, man. I mean, there were moments where I was honestly terrified of the next thing that, that was, was going to happen. happen. And there was a sense of terror yeah. at some points. And- also, you know, a sense of impending doom. Yeah. Like dread. Definitely. Because it's also a movie and we'll, we'll get to it, but it's like, it tells you every, 
it tells you what's going to happen. Pretty much. Uh, um, and then you're just like waiting. You're just waiting <laughs> just for wait, it to yes, happen. I mean, yeah. uh, so I'm glad you said that because I had this thought the other night when I was watching it and, and I, I meant to write it down so I, so I could ask it today, but you just reminded me. So I didn't have to write it down. Um, does it, I should say that I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really, really loved it. I think this movie is well acted. Oh, yeah. It's beautifully shot. It's got so much money. Like, it's beautifully art directed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everything. It's written fantastic. It makes fun of people really well. It makes fun of people really well. <clears throat> Did the fact, so coming back to this idea that it is like a like one of the York cycle of plays yeah. or whatever. Did the fact that it was so on the nose that the morality of it was so on the nose and there wasn't really kind of a lot of nuance to what was right. happening. Did that bother you? Because I know that sometimes that bothers you. Yeah, no, I, it, that's, yeah, it does bother me a lot. It, it did not bother me in this at all because I, I think when it bothers me is when, I'm trying to think of like that movie Men that we watched. Right, is when, oh, that's the movie that I immediately yeah, thought of, yeah. When it doesn't, it pretends like it's, or it thinks it's tricking you, or it thinks it's being smarter mm-hmm. than it is. To me, and I, I say morality play, and I mean that as like a compliment. Like this movie stylistically knows what it is, thematically knows what it is. So that didn't, I thought that was part of it, right? Right. Um, and, and it's so like, yeah. And it like from the beginning, it, it, it is like a seven course, is it seven or It's like a, each little scene in the movie is a course. Right. Of and a, they're of like telling a very you, fancy meal. Yeah. Yeah. This is what's, this is this, and this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, oh my, God, my God, I and cannot then, wait to see. to wait how it happens yeah. and when it happens. Yeah. Okay. So it starts, we should, it starts off with uh, Nicholas Holt, who plays Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas Holt, man, he's on the great. He's fantastic. I love mm-hmm. this dude. Who knew when he did oh about my God, a boy? When he was just a little dude, right? You know, that he was going to grow up to be such a fine actor. Yeah. And six foot five. Right. He's one of those people where you're like, nope, too tall. Yeah. Too tall. You're a monster. So he is with uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who is Margot. Margot. Or that's, mm-hmm. yeah, she's Margot. Um, and they, like, we meet them, like, right. right? They're waiting for the boat. And, like, one of my favorite, like, one of the first lines of the movie was, like, one of my favorites. Because she's smoking. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't smoke. It'll ruin your palate. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know exactly who this fucking guy is. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> like, it, they tell you right off yeah. the bat. And, and they are, so they're waiting for a boat. Mm-hmm. And this. And the other guests begin to arrive. Yeah. And, and you see these three douche bros yeah like are, are yeah like yeah, they're like professional banker yeah type guys and hedge they're like fun hedge stuff. fund guys and they're like yeah dude let's do this dude and yeah they're all there for like a tasting right and then leguizamo shows up and he's sort of like a washed up yeah movie star he's, he did okay so this is what i thought he did this movie in the in the movie he plays this washed up movie star who is famous for a movie called hello dr sunshine <laughs> Or thank you, something, something, like Doctor yeah. Sunshine, and he's there with his very young, beautiful assistant uh-huh. or agent or whatever. And I just got this feeling that it was because of what happens later and what you learn about this. Uh-huh. You have to think about those amazing Hollywood actors that are amazing actors. Uh-huh. But then at some point, 
they just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. And they do whatever. Yeah, they just cash a check. They just cash a check. Yeah. And this is who John Leguizamo yeah, is. Yeah, and he keeps like, he'll have lines like when someone will recognize, like, see, see, people still know who I people am. People still know who I am. He has a great line. He's like, I'm... <laughs> I'm entering the presenter phase of my career. Right, right, because he's clearly looking for work. And so him and his agent are here to, um, they're going to pitch a show to someone. So they have to have this experience, right? Yes, yeah. And then we get, I was just so surprised to see Judith Light in this movie. I was not expecting to see her, but she's a fantastic actress. So we get Judith Light and her husband. Uh Uh-huh. And- and then a very famous food yeah, critic. Yeah, and a very famous food critic and her crony. Yes. And you see something, like you recognize, so Nicholas Holt Tyler, he sees this foodie and he's like, oh my God, it's so-and-so. This is going to be amazing. I can't believe we're here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Margot clocks Judith Light and her husband and you know something's up because she like turns away. Yeah. So- these people, maybe not all of them, but some of them are connected are connected to each other in some way. And they're going to this island uh-huh. that is famous for a food experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like only what, twelve or something can only fit on the people, boat. Yeah. Oh, and also we learn when they're getting on the boat that Margot, Anya Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy was not Nicholas Holt's original But guest. we learn that later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We learn when they, they get on the boat, they get off the boat. That's right. And Hong Chao. Is like. What's, in, what's her name in the movie? I can't uh, remember. But her she, name is uh, Elsa. Elsa. She's receiving the guests. Yes. And she, he says, Tyler, blah, 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 and Miss so-and-so. And he's like, oh, no, there, there was a change in plans. Right. And Elsa's kind of like. Something's up. Yeah, right. because it's clear, or it will be clear, that, that this meal that uh, is going to be made by this very famous chef at this, like, very famous, exclusive, like, you know, whatever, um, the meal has been designed specifically, specifically for the group of people. Specifically for the group of people that are coming to the island. And so you now have, obviously, a... Some, X factor yeah. person. And you shouldn't are, be there. Even in the first few minutes, you get the idea that Anya Taylor Joy it is not as impressed or whatever right. with the like idea of fucking fancy ass food. Right. I- <laughs> Which I thought they were so clever about that because the way they, you know, set it up is that Tyler and Margot are boyfriend and girlfriend. They're yes. a couple. And they're very personable and amiable with each other. And so you get the feeling that they are a longtime couple. Yeah. And then you learn later on that they're not a longtime couple, right. that she was a replacement. And then you further learn something else. Yeah. Like later in the movie. Later in the movie yeah. that is just kind of like Fuck you, Tyler. Yeah, but even when you first when you first hear the that she's not supposed to be or that she, uh-huh. yeah she wasn't supposed to be there, you're like, oh shit, man. And he's man, he's good because you're like he plays that like, oh fuck, my new girlfriend just yeah heard about my old girlfriend or right. whatever awkwardness. Um, but anyway, like she seems to be well, she's not supposed to be there, wasn't on the list, and she just is not. Impressed. impressed she's just like, not impressed like everybody else is yeah did you clock ethan hawk yes this motherfucker like, man he just like showed up for two minutes dude did you watch glass onion no he pops up in glass oh on- no, yeah i did i yeah. did he pops up in that yeah. two- he's just living his life yeah. man just kicking it crazy directing my hawk videos and yeah. shit. um 
And so, yeah, so they get there, and Hung Chow, Elsa, is, like, clearly, like, the very intense, like, front of house person. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For people who have worked at a restaurant, there is such a division Right. Between, like, when I was a waiter, and I was only a waiter for a few years, but, like, when I was a waiter, there's, like, such a split between Mm -hmm. front of house and, like, kitchen staff. I'm a host. Yes. I'm not a server. Right. Yeah. Right. And, like, oh, the cooks are the cooks. And, like, you know, it's just, like, a different world. Um, Yeah. And so you're, like, okay. They get there, and they're, they're, like... Ilsa, I mean, the character a of Ilsa. on a fucking island. Right. So Ilsa's like <laughs> taking them through the island and she's like, this is the beach and they are harvesting the scallops that yes. we're going to eat. And everybody's having different reactions to it. And Anya Taylor, Margot is just kind of like, what the fuck? These people. Yeah. Whatever. The beef is re- the beef is raised in the Scandinavian method. And yeah, it's so like all this whatever. shit. And then they, you know, she takes them through where they live as workers and they're everybody's like y'all live here and she's like yes we all live uh-huh. and we work together like fucking monks yeah and and it's funny like i am by no means a foodie at all like i am the opposite of that like yeah. i just don't give a shit but you i just ate cheese and chorizo yeah Michael. i mean it's delicious it's, it's, but i do watch uh i did used to watch chef's table uh-huh. which he mentions like i've watched chef's table 20 times and i am always fascinated and amused by like oh my god how fucking seriously they take this yeah um and like yeah like you said it's like they're like fucking monks like yeah, this is their weird. religion there were I, you know before i even before i started watching like cooking shows or whatever there used to be this show on the bbc called i mean it's like from the 80s and 90s called chef okay with lenny henry i don't know if you ever saw uh, no it. no but the, the, the whole joke was that lenny henry played this like Michelin star mm-hmm. chef, and he was a terrible person. Right. And everybody had to deal with Lenny Henry. And being a fucking psychopath. Yeah, but also he's like this amazing chef. Right. And it's like, ha ha funny, you know? Right. But that's true, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly a pretty, at least common thing. Trope, I will say yeah. this, some people on on um, Chef's Table actually seem like really good human beings. Like yeah. this one dude was like, I saved my town in Italy with Parmesan cheese. And then you're like, that's ridiculous. And you watch it and you're like, holy shit. This he dude did. saved his town saved his with town Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese. Um, but yeah, and on until even when they have like their first, I can't remember if it's the amuse-bouche or if it's like the pre-whatever, wh- when they're eating this thing and they're like, this is made from a blah, 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 blah. And she's oh, like, it's like the oyster. And she's they're like, on the boat. She's like, it's algae. You're just eating yeah, so algae. Pond scum. Pond scum. Yeah, because they serve them this like, an oyster with lemon caviar algine yes. or something like that. And he's like, it's algae. She goes, oh, pond scum. Yeah. Delicious. And then she says, I actually just prefer the oysters. Yes. And he's like, you're wrong. Yeah, of course. Every, like, sh- of course, everything yeah. she says is wrong. And everything she says is wrong. Like, not, he says that she's wrong. Right. You know? And he's like one of those dudes who takes a photo of like, Every Everything, single every, meal. Yeah, every meal and yeah. food is art and all that. I, I That was so great because I didn't quite know how he was going to get his... His comeuppance. His comeuppance. Yeah. And when he does, you're like, oh my God, it's so true. This is the guy who thinks he's the fucking expert at everything uh-huh. and doesn't know a goddamn thing. Yeah, can't do anything. Thing, can't do anything. Yeah, and it's like... Uh, yeah. Okay. So we should say eventually, uh-huh. 
um, you know, when he's like talking to the sous chef and like, but, and he's like, is the chef here? And is that a Paco jet? But Did he, you do that with a yeah, Paco jet? I have one. And then the guy, the chef, the sous chef knows his name. Uh-huh. And Anya Taylor-Joy is like, well, you didn't ask him his name. And he's like, Pfft. Yeah, what for? Doesn't the only matter. thing that matters is the chef. Right. Well, and the chef is fucking Ray Fiennes. Right. And, and I, he walks in and he's terrified. Yeah, I just said this. He was like, the minute he, he's so, the amount of menace that Ray Fiennes can convey just by walking, walking on, on camera. camera. I don't, I mean, I don't know how. But. If I knew how he did it, I would, you would be Ray Fiennes. You would be Ray Fiennes. But I still wouldn't look like he used, anyway. But, as soon as he comes in, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, this is not going to end well. But tell me, because, okay, I went, this was the movie that I took myself out for my birthday to see by myself. Oh, nice. I went to go see it on my own on my birthday. And I was one of four people sure. in a giant auditorium watching uh-huh. this movie. And I was the only one laughing my ass off. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. It was so funny. And f- from jump, like from from the moment that you realize, you begin to realize what Chef is doing, yeah. right? I was on Team Chef. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's... I was like, I have, I have, and not to compare myself to like a Michelin star chef or whatever, yeah. but as, a, as an artist, as a theater maker, as somebody who makes something for others to consume. Yes. I, I, I felt... What he was saying? No, absolutely, and it and it's you know I did I didn't read a ton about it, and I know you you said you didn't either because I just didn't feel the need to, and I was like, oh, it's you know everything I've read is like ah scathing satire of the the very wealthy, and I'm like absolutely that's part of it. Um, but I honestly, to me, just listening and watching, I was like, man, this is like a writer, the screenwriter, and then the director, and like. Just like dealing with this idea of like everyone around you has fucking sucked out any fucking joy Joy. of this thing that you used to love. Yeah. And to me, that's what, because I, so obviously I was like on chef's POV as well. Yeah. To me, that's what this movie was about was that like this guy who is, Again, not to compare ourselves to that, but like this, because this dude is the best, right? Right. He's like the- He's like that guy, he's like that chef from Spain that has, you know, not, I don't want to say reduced, but like taken cooking down to the essence of like yeah. the, the like chemistry, like yeah. literal, like I mean, you're eating foam. Right. Yeah. Nicholas Holt has a line where he's like, you know, he, when he, when he works with food, he works with the source of life and death itself or something along those lines. And it's true. Uh, Yeah. Yes. And like, but yeah, I was like, this isn't about an artist. In this case, he's a chef who, yeah, has, has lost any pleasure or joy from the thing he did and that's because of the people around him and then also because of him, because and it's, and it's, of the thing he became. And it's like not necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily just of the very wealthy. No. I think it's just of like society in general yeah. and the treatment of like service people. Yeah. Because you can say he's a Michelin star chef and that he's fancy and whatever, whatever. He is in the service industry. Yes. And it, he like, has that line. Yeah. I recognize someone in the service industry. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I, 
it, it dawned on me very recently that I am in the service yes. industry. You just don't serve food. I just don't serve food. I serve yeah. something else, but I serve something to people to consume. And yeah. And so I thought like, yes, they're there. It's, e- it's so, it's so easy to mock the rich. Like it's not, it's such low hanging fruit. Like yeah. sure they should be mocked. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think that's what this was about. I think no. you had to have extremely wealthy people because of the setting. Right. But I mean, how many, like I've been in, I've had to talk like at talkbacks uh, for like a play I've written and, you know, someone from the fucking audience will just sit there and tell me everything about my play and why I'm wrong right. and what my play was about. And I right. just have to stop from saying like, go fuck yourself. Right. One, I fuck you. You don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Two, here's a pad and paper. Go write a play. Right. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. And to me, that guy this um, not imaginary but this like sort of general type of audience that's nicholas holt yeah yeah this motherfucker who all he can do is take pictures and take he knows all the words and it happens at every level like you've seen horrible videos of people who are like at fucking fast food places and they're like you're supposed to give me two sauces yes and they're just like treating the service worker like crap like like they're they're a servant and i'm like fuck off yeah yeah. This person is working. Yeah, totally. And and so like to me that's really what it was about and I think as the movie progresses that becomes really clear mm-hmm. like that this this guy who is I mean, you know, at least ostensibly the best at what he does, truly the best at what he does, hates what he does. Yeah. Um So I mean, look, the the there's a huge turn, right? Like you, like you said, as soon as Fines walks on, you're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. But then he has this, like, I think when they get to the third course. Yeah. So like the one of the, I love the first course because they're like, uh, he 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 basically says to them, he's like, everything on this plate is everything that's in the ocean. Like you, you know, it's everything is edible, and it is served on these ocean rocks. Uh huh. And. You know, then you hear Tyler make some stupid comment and chef goes like, yes, these are the scallops that were being harvested, you know, uh-huh. for you, whatever, whatever. And he's like, basically, you're eating the ocean, right? right. Or the, that's what the, the foodie lady says. Uh-huh. But like, he's trying to get across. He's like, don't, don't just eat. Like, don't just stuff your face. Like, don't right. do anything, but don't just eat, taste enjoy right like savor it it makes a difference it made a difference to the scallop yeah so you know have a conscience about it right right? but as it progresses man what comes first the tortillas or the sous chef um it is the tortillas tortillas. okay it has to be the tortillas right of course so 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 then they have so they have apparently and apparently this place is famous for their bread Yes. So they have the bread course, uh-huh. uh huh, which comes after the scallop, right? And they're like, "We're not going to give you bread. We're going to give you." And he he comes out and he says, "Bread, flour, and water." You know, the, the it is the the thing that poor people eat all over the world. Mm-hmm. In Greece, poor people dip 
bread and wine and have it for breakfast. Like that's what it is. He goes, but we're not poor people. Right. We're the very wealthy people. So you're not going to get bread. You're going to get the breadless bread course with bread accessories. <laughs> and he s- serves them all like a little dish with dips. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like a little bit of oil, a little bit of whatever. And they start getting really upset. Uh-huh. And they're like, you need to give us some bread. Bring us some bread. And that's when Hung Chow goes to the three bros. Right. And she's like, no, no. And you start to get the feeling that something's up with these three because they're like, well, we know the owner of this island. And right. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I don't care. Right. Then <clears throat> they get the tacos. Yes. And he and has he, a monologue ta- about taco night. Oh, and so in the corner of the restaurant, there's a woman uh-huh. sitting at a table just drinking wine. Yeah. And she looks real sad. Uh-huh. And they, Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot, has noticed her. And they're like, what is, who, what is that? And so you learn that this woman is his mom. His mom. <laughs> yeah. But he ta- before they serve tacos, he's like, when I was growing up in Ohio or whatever, we uh-huh. had taco, taco night, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. And then he proceeds to tell a story about a memory of taco night. Yes. And this is where I thought it was brilliant because his father was abusive. Yeah. And just the way he describes it. And as he's describing it, you're watching the sous chefs, the other chefs like prepare the thing. The taco. And I love that they put the thigh on the plate. Yes. And then they like stick little scissors. Yes. In the chicken thigh. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So then they serve the, 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 the taco plate. Yeah. And, and the tortillas are what, Michael? Man, so the tortillas have images on them. and Burned. Er, yeah, yes. And the images are, and this is like when I was like, true, this is true morality play type yeah. shit, right? The images expose some horrible truth about everyone there mm-hmm. right so like the the super rich bros so like first the couple like the old married couple they're like oh this was right after you had your melanoma review. yeah it's really weird and then she's like and this one is who is this woman yeah and it's on the tortilla there's an image of the husband with a young woman yeah. who later on will learn yeah um like kind of at a restaurant having yeah, clear, clearly, clearly having, having an, affair. an affair. Yeah, the the bros, the like super tech bros uh-huh. or whatever they are, hedge fund bros. I don't know, just bros. Yeah, it's not photos. It's like bank statements, bank statements of illegal transactions to some bank in the that, Canary that Island. They're so basically like their company is they're embezzling. Deep, yeah, is embezzling, mm-hmm. and they're like, what is this? And they're like, yeah, and then they're like, we'll sue you. Blah yeah. blah blah. Um, John Leguizamo is like, it just says like. Hello, Dr. Giggles yeah, or something from, like that. Yeah, it's from his, that dumb movie he did. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you know. And, and then Tyler's tortillas. Are him taking pictures. Are him pictures. taking pictures. And they've been told that please do not take pictures of right, the food. Right, Don't take pictures of the food. Just enjoy the food. And he is sneaking pictures of every dish. Yeah, and so they have images of him from that night. And he's like, should I apologize? She's like, no. Anyway. And like she goes off and smokes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. She goes off and smokes. Yeah. And he, f- and, 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 okay. I, so I, I, yeah. You have like multiple, not framing devices. That's not the right word. Like these structural devices they use, like they introduce each course, right? Mm-hmm. Like it'll be a moose bouche and it'll have the recipe and everything. But also, like throughout the film at sort of specific times, you get 
just duets yeah. of Fines and Taylor Joy. Right. And it's how you start to unravel what's going what's on. What's going on. So he follows her to the bathroom. Yeah, and he's like, you didn't eat. And and like, what didn't you like about it? I need to know because that's important to yeah. him. Uh, and she's like, I guess I'm just not hungry. And she's like, he asks where she's from. And eventually she's like Nebraska or some mm-hmm. shit. And he's like, you know, basically saying like, I'm from a fucking trailer park. Like, what do yeah. you care, rich man? Um. Anyway, I was going to get back to you. So that's the tortillas is like the first yeah. major turn. And it, it re, you're right. It really is. Like, this is where it does really get like morality because it's like these, here are these people. Yeah. And it's like memories. We're talking about memories, about things that we've done and they have to eat it. Yeah. Like, here are your sins. Uh-huh. Eat your sins. Eat your sins. Um, And then the, to me, the huge the first, like, I mean, I don't know if it's the first huge, like, major fucking turn. When you, like, the tortillas, you're like, oh, some shit's going to go down. And then, like, at, at I think it's the next course where he's talking to the sous chef. Yeah. And he's talking to the sous chef, and he's like, do you like this job? Do you like your life? And Roger's like, mess or something yeah. like that is and what the course is called. And he's like, no, chef. And, and he's like, do you want... My, my life. life, not just my money and my position. Do you want my life? And he's like, no, chef. Um, and you like, you can tell like this dude is upset and, and then finds has this, the monologue about, you know, this is the result of you. Like you've mm-hmm. done this, you take from them, you abuse them, all, you know, all of this. And then Roger, I guess, is that his name? I don't know. I, I just made it up. The sous chef just puts a gun in his mouth and fucking blows his head off. Yeah, and the the others have laid like a sheet yes. on the ground and they've put like flowers on there and he stands there and puts a gun in his mouth and blows his brains out. Yeah. And then the other servers just immediately come out and serve them uh, like a bone marrow. Yeah. Like just like this rare piece of meat with bone marrow yeah. in it. And you have this mixed reaction from the group. Like some people are absolutely fucking horrified. And then others are like, oh no, it's just- This is theater, this is part, It's all theater. Except Tyler. Tyler could not give a shit. Yeah. And he just continues to eat. And you even have Leguizamo because he's an actor. He's like, yeah, it's a squib. Yeah. (laughs) They're all like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And to me at that point is when, so that to me is like, okay, you you know where this night is. If you had questions, uh-huh. you know where the night is going. They're all going to pay. Yeah. And eventually in a scene between him and Anya, Anya Taylor Joy, he tells her, it's like, everybody's going to die tonight. Yeah. And then he gives her a choice. He says, you weren't supposed to be here. Yeah. And he's like, so do you want to die with them or do you yeah. want to die with us? Yeah. He's like, are you one of them or are you one of the, uh, and she's like, I don't know what you mean. And he goes, a take, are you a, a, a giver or a taker or a taker? Yeah. I don't think you're a taker. Yeah. And then you, is this sort of when you find, like you find out the, the truth of like, she's an, yeah. es- she's an escort. She's an escort. He finds out that he has ways. Yeah. And so what happens, what had happened was that he, the, the girl, his ex-girlfriend didn't want to come with us for whatever reason. He broke up with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. But because the evening is only for couples. Yes. Like only for, a, you can't have a single table. Yeah. You have to have a couple or a group. Yeah. And he knew. What happens is that he had been corresponding with Chef for a long time. Yes. And Tyler knew exactly what was going to happen. He at knew. The end of that. He knew. Like oddly, he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. 
And he still brought, like he hired this woman. To come with him. To come with him to kill her. Yeah. Even though he knew she was going to die. Because he so badly uh wants to be a part of this this thing, thing. You know. That he was willing to sacrifice this young woman who had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And so you find out, yeah, she's an escort. um, Mm -hmm. And that she had had... uh, she, yeah, the she, dude. She the the Judith Light's husband. Yes, had hired her, and like the whole thing with that is that that was really gross. Is that Judith Light at one point is like looking over at Margot, and she goes, "That looks like Claire, their daughter." Mm-hmm. And he and the husband's like, "She looks nothing like Claire." Right. And Judith is like, "No, no, she does." And the husband is like, really mean to the wife. Yeah. And then you learn later from Margot, who's not Margot. You learn later from her that that dude would hire her. Yeah. And they wouldn't have sex, but he hired her so that she could sit there and tell him what a good dad she was. Uh-huh. He was and call him daddy while he jacked off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm, he deserves to die. That's dark. It's <laughs> oh, so gross. Yeah. And so like. Man, and then you have like the angel investor, right? Uh-huh. Oh my God. Who's a terrible person, but like kept the restaurant. Open during COVID. But then took ownership of it. So mm-hmm. took ownership from chef. Yeah. And he dies in what is it? Is it called the dying angel or the, the falling angel? The falling angel. Where they put angel. It's so funny because she goes to the bathroom to smoke and she opens the window and she's like smoking out the window and yeah. she just sees this one like little helper like just taking a pair of wings yeah. into the forest and she's like, what the, what the fuck? fuck is that? And then later, that's what it is. It's like they've put the investor in these wings and they just submerge him yeah, underwater. Yeah, they just drown him. They just drown him in his fucking angel wings. Uh, and yeah, so people start I mean, just dropping. Yeah. And, I mean, there's like, at some point they tell the men they're going to let them all go and then they hunt them down. Yeah, and the women get to stay and have whatever it is that yeah. they're eating, like the pudding or I don't know what it is. And um, the whole time throughout this, like she keeps having these scenes with uh, fines, right? And then she's like, she's on their side now. Um, and, oh, we should talk about, I mean, the Nicholas, we should talk about Tyler. I mean, oh, that's a yeah. Huge, so I mean the the like basically everyone gets their comeuppance in, yes, in a weird in some way. way, or at least everyone who deserves it. Yeah, and they all deserve. Oh, it. actually, yeah, they all yes, they, they all, all deserve, deserve. They it. all yeah. fucking deserve they all it. Suck. They've all been stealing Except from Margo. each other. They've all yeah. Margot's the only one that's like I didn't know I was. I don't know this shit. To be here. I'm from Nebraska. Right, but Tyler knew he was bringing her. Yeah, and had been corresponding with Chef and lying to Chef about something, and then so Chef goes, "Oh, you want to." Come up here and be one of us. Yeah. You're, because you have a Paco jet. Like you know how to do yeah, all this stuff. Cause he talks about every, yeah, he, he's the guy who posts yeah. and critiques and, and doesn't, he, he doesn't give a shit about anything that's happening to anybody else. He's like so self-involved yeah. with his pictures right. and his own image on the social media. Yeah. And he's like, come on up and let's and, try it. And appearing and, and like having the appearance of expertise. Right. Um, and so, so they chef, have him yeah. cook. Chef gives him a little jacket and yeah. says, come on, let's make something. What do you need? Let's make something. And, and they, he's, like, he's like, leeks, uh, whatever. So he makes something and it's terrible. Yeah, he can't cook. Yeah. All he, all, yeah. I mean, because he's... he's Because he's an idiot. He's an idiot. And he's, he's a critic and not even a real critic. Right. He's a, he's a self... 
want to be like influencer person slash foodie. Right. And so chef whispers something in his ear. Oh man. Like he just leans over and whispers something in his ear and we never know what What that that is. And then Tyler just walks off and disappears (laughs) for a large part of the movie. Yeah. until later you discover that he's walked into one of the rooms in the back and hanged himself. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking hardcore. Like, what did he say to him? I don't know. I'm, but I love that choice. Oh, it's so good. I, I love, love that shit choice because like it's like, what could he possibly say to him right. to make him like... And in real life, Ray Fiennes might have been like, hey man, you want to <laughs> have a smoke? We should get together on yeah. break and blah, blah, blah. I loved the great. Yeah. Um, just two <laughs> Brits talking American. Yep. Um... Yeah, and so, okay, so as things sort of spiral out of control, Anya Taylor-Joy, who is now part of Team Chef, yeah. everybody's going to die, but she's chosen to die with them. Yeah, kind of, She he's, she's kind of been forced to. Like, yes. I don't know if she chooses, but like, Chef is like, you're going to help us. You're one of us You're now. one of us. Go get this thing that I need from over there. Yeah. It should be here. Go get it from the smokehouse. And see, so she goes to the smokehouse and then she discovers Chef's house. Right. That nobody's allowed that nobody's in. nobody's allowed in. And Ilsa shows up and is like, you've broken the rules. And then she's like, you're not going to replace me? Right. <laughs> Which is like, man, even that, like, if you sort of flip it and if it's like, oh, this, if, if the, if the, Chef and his team are the group of artists. Uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, that's this like weird fucking insane shit too, right? Yeah. Like this person's not going to replace me. I'm, and you're like, oh my God, yeah. what are any of us doing? Like this yeah. is all fucking nonsense. Yeah. But Ilsa like sees something like Ilsa recognizes that chef recognizes that Margot is just like they are. Yeah. And kind of likes her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he likes her, but Ilsa's- I think he t- Ilsa's worried. Yeah. And so she goes after her with a knife. And there's this amazing fucking fight scene yeah. in it, Chef's house. It's fucking awesome. And then uh, she, Margot, stabs, stabs her, in, her in the neck uh, after a really good fight. Um, and that's a great effect. Yeah. And then goes into Chef's house and discovers kind of the truth. Right. Um, and there's a photo of him when he was young. Really, really, really young. And really happy. Yeah. And it's an employee of the month at- like, Some cheeseburger joint. Cheeseburger joint. And I thought that was brilliant too, because if you sort of like, you know, he has that monologue where he kind of blames everyone else for him hating the thing he does, which mm-hmm. I totally get. Yeah. I totally get that. Me too. But at the same time, part of like, I- don't enjoy theater anymore um like i used to and like i can blame other people and that's part of it truly like having to deal with stupid talkbacks where people tell me how i should have written my play right but the other part is like it was more fun when it was me and my friends having twelve dollars Right. Uh, and, you know, making props right. in a tiny ass fucking theater and performing for maybe 20 people. Right. And doing the thing because we loved the thing, not doing the thing because. We have to get some grant. Yeah. Or, or we what have it, to yeah. get numbers. And so it's like. Look good. Yeah. It's like, so the dude, you know, sh- chef was happy when he was making, making burgers. Cheeseburgers. Yeah, man. So she finds out the way. She finds out how she's going to get away yeah. from this place because at this point, no, they're all going to die. They're all going to die. And every time anybody brings up 
anything about the food, chef is just real kind of like, you're going to eat it. Mm-hmm. This is the food. You're wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she finds the twist. And, it, and she goes to him and she's like, I'm, I'm still hungry. Yeah, she says, I'm still hungry. And he goes, you can't be hungry because I have created the menu to like, and she says, yeah, but sometimes, you know, I just really want a cheeseburger. Yeah. But I bet you can't do that. Right. And he's like, I'll make you a cheeseburger that tastes like the first. And she's like, and I want a real cheeseburger. Yeah. Not some deconstructed blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, I'll make you a cheeseburger that tastes like the first cheeseburger you ever had or the first cheeseburger you right. remember. Yeah. The one your parents could barely afford. Right. And, and she, he does. And he makes this cheeseburger and then she has like a... A moment yeah. like she takes one bite of the cheeseburger and you can see like it's it's a trick that she's but also the cheeseburger tastes fucking good yeah it's and incredible. you can see it and she's like oh my god but she's got to get the fuck out of there uh-huh. and she knows that nobody's leaving and she goes oh but my eyes were bigger than my stomach and i'm wondering can i take it to go it's so good and like you see the turn and and finds yeah brain and he's like hold on one second and he packs it for her yep like because that's what you do because that's what you do and i love it because it's such a thing that nobody in that room would ever think of right like the idea that you would go to like the fancy ass restaurant and get something to go can't you put this in a doggy bag yeah it's just like not i mean it's like anathema and and of course as any like normal person would like that's right so common right right and so it's such a common thing and a thing that he would have done a million times in the old days when he loved when he he loved what he was doing and i even love that she's he's like are you gonna will you do you want fries with that yeah and she's like oh you don't have fries and he's like crinkle cut or or julianne Julianne. (laughs) yeah it's so it's it's great and that's and you see him for the first time like when because they show him making the burger and you see him for the first time the whole evening kind of like oh i remember yeah and it's the most basic american and he has that line is like american cheese is the best for a cheeseburger because it doesn't it doesn't break break. or something yeah it doesn't Um, split yeah and and he gives her the to-go bag and she walks out to a boat and she has like Two seconds where she's like, do I leave? And the Judith Light character goes. Yeah. And so they're all like, yeah, get the fuck out of yeah. here. And, and they, all of the rest of them have kind of accepted that they're assholes and deserve, deserve. Yeah. to die. And so she leaves and goes and sits on the boat and watches, eats her cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And they have the final meat course, which is the dessert. Which is so good. Where he turns everyone into s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like an insult. Oh, yeah. And he lectures about how evil s'mores are. Yeah. He's like, this is the thing. And it's so beautiful. Like, John wept because he was like, what can be more wholesome and American than s'mores? Yeah. And yet, the ingredients in s'mores are horrible. Yeah. Like Like chocolate that's badly. Yeah. Chocolate that's poorly sourced. Yeah. Just like preservatives and like. A, a cookie that's worth nothing. It's all the cheap, disgusting yeah. things that are overprocessed that they're selling you as wholesome American fare. Yeah. And that's then he what you sort are. of dresses them up as s'mores. And I mean, he lights everything and on fire. He lights everything on fire. And she watches from the boat and she eats her cheeseburger and wipes her mouth with the menu. Right. 
That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was, I did, I had the thought. I was like, I know that this is like real on the nose. And I know from, from the first course, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know that these people are going to learn some kind of lesson. Uh-huh. And because he tells you early on, everyone's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like the fun. I, I mean, I, how do we get there? Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. And I, I think part of why I enjoyed it was I thought the, the script was well written and I thought the movie knew the thing that it was mm-hmm. and everybody was working in like together on that. Yeah. The way it was shot. Um, one location. One look the the score. Uh-huh. Uh, the dialogue. Like uh, it just all lived in a heightened place. Right. Um, which I thought worked really well and everyone committed. Also, like, it's really well. I mean, it's, dude. It's, it's really well acted. Yeah, it's like and some it's, really good actors. It's in just this. like really, you know, you get these amazing little scenes at each table. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're just, it's just people sitting at a table yeah. talking to each other. But there's that wonderful scene between Legazamo and his agent where she's trying to quit. She's been trying yeah. to quit the whole night. And he's like, you can't quit. And she says, I've been stealing from you. Right. And he goes, I know. I know, yeah. And she goes, I know you know. <laughs> and he says something, I can't, he says something back to her that is just like, oh my God. Like, they're both fucking each other over. They know that the other one is fucking each other over. But if it means like a modicum of fame, if yeah. it means getting a little bit of money, they don't care. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. I I mean, I, yeah, I just enjoyed it. It looked great. Dude, whoever, um, whoever art directed, I mean the whole film, but whoever art, dire- art directed that cheeseburger <gasps> should. It looks so good. Win we, an award. We had cheeseburgers. Of course. Afterwards. If I had had, like, if it wasn't, if I, it was at a normal time, I, yeah. of course, like it looks so good i was and, like oh and, my god that cheeseburger looks fucking incredible and it does look like those cheeseburgers that you got when you were a little kid from like the dairyette yeah man or, you know something like that yeah. it just looks so, so good. good um i do i love the s'mores costumes yeah they were hilarious the little chocolate little chocolate and like just so demeaning um <laughs> yeah and i mean you know she's able to survive because she, honestly like it's funny i mean i know because she reminds him of a time when he was happy yeah. instead of treating him like shit. And, yeah. And, and I think also because like, I hate to use the word normal cause that's not correct, but like she lives a normal life. Yeah. I mean, normal in the fact that like, yeah, I eat cheeseburgers. Like, yeah. no, I don't want fucking algae. Right. Like I, what is, what is any of this yeah. nonsense? Yeah. None of it is real. And you, you know, throughout the movie, you learn things. He's not, above reproach no he's sexually harassed he's he's a harasser he's a harasser he's an abuser but he acknowledges that and acknowledges that that's why he also has to just die yeah i mean he's part of this it's not like he's walking away right killing all of these people and walking away it's like no we're all everybody in here is we're all gonna die tonight um and yeah anya taylor joy doesn't because she remembers what a to-go bag is yeah Yeah, i thought I, i it seems weird to say fun because it no, was pretty it was, dark, but it was I super I fun. It was fun and it's, I mean, truly like gorgeously shot mm-hmm. and it mimics when it's appropriate. It mimics stuff like chef's table and yeah. shows like that, re- like food porn shows yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
musically, all of that stuff. Everything. And Everything's like, man, great. I can watch. I mean, like Rafe, I dude, I just I could watch Fines and anything, mm-hmm. and I love Anya Taylor Joy. Um, all those actors, all of great. them. Holt, yeah. great to see Judas Light. Great to see Leguizamo. Like I and and I like to for me, Hung Chow is like the oh, breakout. she was fantastic breakout. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely, man, she's amazing and a great role. Yeah. Like just like oh god, like I I mean that really is like part of what I loved about Hung Chow's character and and like finds to an extent, but they handle it so differently. Is this this belief? this true belief and commitment to this idea that what you're doing is way more fucking important than it is. Yeah. And like, as a theater person, like that just fucking really hit me. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're willing to die for this shit Mm -hmm. for some fucking food, some fancy ass food. Yeah. And it reminded me of all those times like, I haven't slept in three days, but the show must go on. The show must go on. And you're like, but but must it? Yeah. Like this is crazy. And I, I don't know. I, I think we all, you know, part of it is just like, you want to believe the thing you're, you're, you've given so much of yourself to meant something or, or, this is really sad. I'm about to reveal a lot. Or cares about you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Like the thing that you've you've given so much of your life to and so much of your sweat and tears and love actually cares about you. Right. And it, it and it doesn't, it doesn't because it's a thing. It's a thing. And yeah. it will go on without you. Yes. And it went on before you and you're a blip on the radar. Right. And yeah, so I thought there was a lot I thought there was a lot more going on or a lot more being attacked or not even attacked, but looked at or investigated than rich people bad. Right. Because I did read one review. I read one and then I was like, I don't need to read anymore. And this person liked it. She Mm -hmm. really liked it. But she was like, we have another movie that's like, oh, rich people bad. And I was like, yeah, but like, that's not the whole movie. That's not the whole movie. I mean, it's more about him. It's more about him and how he has allowed whoever these people are rich or not yeah. to ruin the thing that he yeah. loved to do and where, where he didn't have to. Right. And that he became this dude who runs this crazy ass restaurant on an Island. Yeah. On an Island <laughs> instead of like making food that's really good for like quote for, unquote everyday people. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I, I really enjoyed it. And and I know it's always weird when we have a movie we don't hate. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And I just, I realized about 20 minutes ago when we were talking about it that I was wrong. Ethan Hawke is not in this movie. He's in Glass Onion. Oh, okay. But I thought like Boat, that's, yes. that's why I got confused. Well, and it's a similar... It's a similar premise. Start, yeah. yeah. And I mean, Glass Onion is very much rich people bad. Yeah, uh, I like, that is a movie that's rich people bad. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I'm gonna be honest. I watched Glass Onion in the like throes of COVID. Oh. So it is an absolute fucking blur. And I, cause like, I might've told you that. I know I told you this. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast. I'm not sure. I could only watch like action movies when I had COVID. Oh, you COVID. did tell me about My this. My brain, I don't know why. Like I couldn't really like, that was all I could handle. And so I watched. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I had three days where I was like out of my mind when I had So did it. you watch John Wick? Oh, I watched uh, all three John Wick, John's Wick. <laughs> um, but I watched Glass Onion and Bullet Train back to back. Oh, no. And in my mind, there, I 
don't know exactly. They melded. <laughs> yes. They've oh, melded into one movie. Yeah, so you don't like, know which one is which. So like, wait, Brad Pitt was him. No, he wasn't in Glass Onion. He wasn't in Glass Onion. So I have just like these vague images of of both of those movies. But <laughs> I remember hilarious. at the time I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I, paid, I like them. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you want to do next time? I don't know. We gotta we gotta revisit. Oh, uh, Scream. Yeah, Scream. Scream Six is coming out or came out, right? It came out, and people. I I just I read a blip the other day. It's like, oh, this is surprisingly. It really is scary. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I, we can. There are mm. a lot of things. I also like you and I both. I know we talk about it all the time, but like you and I both just like returned to the beginning of Twin Peaks. Oh yeah. Like I kind of would like to just talk about the pilot of Twin Peaks. Oh, we could do that. Which is like I would love to do that. Actually, I think it's perfect. It is, and and I had this thought when I was rewatching. Like when that show works, and it really works in the pilot. There's nothing like nothing's it. close. Remember, now, when like, it doesn't work, holy shit! Oh my god! But like, I we because we started watching it soon after you started watching it again, and yeah, during the pilot, I was like, wow, nothing. There was nothing like this on television, no. and I kept thinking this might be the best thing that's ever been on television. It might be the best thing that's ever been, and then I remembered that I'm going to get to season two real quick. And I turned to John and I said, is there a way that we can skip season two? And he went online and there's actual forums. Oh, yeah. Like skip these seats, these episodes. Yeah, definitely. Because there are a few, there are a few storylines there where I'm like, I don't give a Completely shit unnecessary. about these people and, you, and they're unnecessary. And you just need to hit, there are certain things you do need to hit. Uh, one, because by the time it ends, like the end is incredible, but like that will set up Firewalk mm-hmm. with me and the return. But yeah, I would love to just talk like the pilot. Dude, I mean, like, fucking Cooper doesn't show up till like thirty-five minutes in. Mm-hmm. And it's like the greatest entrance in television. Yeah, history. it's so good. So maybe we just do that. Yeah, we can do that. Um, maybe we can do the pilot, and we can do some of our other favorite moments of. God damn it! Yeah, the the first time we're in the in the lodge. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so so good. And then so like after that, now I'm just talking about this. So yeah. like after Twin Peaks, like, and I'm still sort of like revisiting Twin Peaks. But then I also started X Files from the beginning. Oh my god, the number of crossovers is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, like the number of people who are on Twin Peaks who show up on X Files. It's so crazy. Good. I discovered there's a show that is on Netflix, I think, and it's called Women of the Dead, and it's a D- Danish show. I like that title. Yeah. And I it, like the Danes. It, yeah, I know. You're going to like this show because okay. I was like, oh my God, it's action-y, intrigue-y, horror-y, Perfect. murder-y. Awesome. I also watched uh, the Murdoch Murders. Yeah, I have not watched Okay, I have not watched You can't that. make that shit up. I have not watched. Michael, you cannot... I, I, and this I, dude, I, this is the dude who was just on trial, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I texted Isa and I was like, have you seen this? And Isa goes, white, rich people. Yeah. White. She said, no, she said, rich, white people. <laughs> what did she say? Rich, white people, rich, white people. In. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's, but you can't, you, you could, you couldn't make it up. Yeah. I feel like you wrote it as a movie. People would be like, come on, nah, man. That would never happen. Come on, man. <laughs> it's insane. And then I started watching, which I, texted you yesterday about it because we both love cults shows love it and this one's called in the name of god a holy betrayal or something like that Uh and it's about that jms cult in south korea nice 
It's, nice. I shouldn't say that. But it's nuts. It's, <laughs> it's nuts. This one guy who says he's the second. Why is it always Jesus? I don't know. It's man. always Christians. Yeah. Whether it has to do with leggings or anything yes. else, Jesus always has to do with it. Yeah. Something to do with it. I watch because I watched the the one that is like really huge in, in Mexico, in Mexico, and then parts of like L.A. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's La Luz del, La Luz del yes. Mundo. Yes, Light of the yeah, World. Light yeah. of the World. And, and yeah. that's also like, it's it starts. And it's, was it a, is it a sex cult? Oh, absolutely. So is this one. Yeah. The JMS is like, he says he's the Lord. But it's like, okay, so we're going to have yeah. to have, an, maybe we should have an episode about cults. But like, this guy, okay, we can't get into what this, what the cult is about. But I will say that. There are some parts of it should not be funny. It's very sad. I'm very sad these things happen to these people. But the people who made the documentary, some parts sound like anime translation. Oh, right. Because it's in Korean. Because it's in Korean. And then. And it's dubbed into English. Right. And some of it sounds normal, like a normal dub. Sure. And then there are the dramatizations uh-huh. of things. And the dramatizations sound like Sailor Moon. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Hilarious and disturbing. And I felt a little bad for right. laughing. Where people are like, Ugh. Yeah. It's as like, someone who has, oh, please don't do that yeah, to me. As, as we have both dubbed anime. Yeah. It's a weird. Yeah, it's like, oh no, don't do that to me. I'm taking off my pants. Or, you know, stuff like, it's really crazy. And I'm like, this, are we supposed to be enjoying this or oh, feeling no. bad for these people? I'm not sure. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, and so, with that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Don't join a cult. Don't join a cult. Um, hey, we should also bring the mailbag back. I miss it. We should. So write us your letters, ask us your questions, and we'll do our best to answer them. And right. we'll see you next time. Bye. Rock outro. Yeah. Oh, rock outro. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>